Okay, welcome to another episode of Sunday Punch. We were just arguing already, so I had to go live. Uh, I'm here again with Napa Charlie, as they call him in the streets, and Monty on another episode of the Sunday Punch podcast. Let's start off with a nice intro song, and let's get into the NBA. Everyone wants to talk about the NBA. It's uh, It's been wild. <laughs> I look real good today. 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 Jumping out the motherfucking Bentley. Rolling in a Casa New Balenci's. Walking with a pocket full of Benji's. I'm a 10 piece. I look real good today. 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 Dive in a pussy like scuba. Whew. Mommy look good, she from Cuba. All white like cocaine. Gang, spend a lot of money on my. Dive in the pussy like scuba. Um, all right, so Nets. Here's here's my first hot take. Nets fleeced Philly. Fleeced Philly. <laughs> What are your initial reactions to James Harden going to the, to the 76ers? I like the trade, but I just I just really like the trade for the Nets. We'll get there. But well, let's first, start with Philly. Let's start with off, Philly. I know you're just saying that just to build controversy. I know fleeced. you I know you know for a fact that we didn't didn't get fleeced. You got fleeced. I will admit <laughs> I think we gave up too much, but I don't think I think we I think both teams won the trade. Um I think Embiid and Harden are going to be. What? What's too much? I think giving up as surprisingly as crazy as this sounds. I think giving up Drummond. Uh, I think Drummond was having a great year and gave Embiid good rest that he needed. Um, I thought he was. I mean, he's a great offensive rebounder, great rebounder in general. I thought yeah. he was a good a good bench piece. Uh, well, obviously, backup center is not the most. In- important part of a team um you i like you can get that on the market you can get that on the on yeah the we'll probably be getting right it ns freedom there you go um i, I think the step i did curry I, I was liking the way philly was playing lately i liked i liked the little uh dribble handoffs curry was moving around he was he took lessons from you know his brother um but you know that's not gonna happen with james Harden. it's gonna go full pick and roll but um, I did like what was happening with Curry, but you had to give him up to get Harden. You had to. Yeah, and I originally, I mean, I still am sad about Seth. That was a big Seth fan. Um, but Money made a great point when I texted him earlier today. You got to give up talent to get talent, and they're playing. They play the same position. And who would you rather have, James Harden or Seth Curry? Right. So it's it comes down to that, and. Um, Seth's a great shooter. He's gotten a lot better with his ball handling, but if you have an opportunity to get James Harden, and the fact of the matter, too, is I I think not giving up Maxi and Thibault is huge. Uh Um, I think that gives us still a bright spot for the future. I mean, I think if if Embiid starts um, falling out of his prime for the next couple years, I think Maxi will just keep getting better so i think that's a good thing that we kept him i think seth probably has hit his peak i don't think seth's gonna get any better than where he's at now but he's still one of the best shooters in the nba so that hurts um sucks that right. we had to seth, although seth in the playoffs versus seth in the regular season is is a little different seth in the playoffs seth. last year was incredible seth was- defensively defensive liability yeah, but I guess you can't say Harden's a great defender either. <laughs> but uh, Seth was really, really good last year in the playoffs. He was really good in that Hawks series. He made a lot of big shots. But um, you got are you go- worried? Are you worried at all that you have now just acquired one of the least clutch playoff players, and now combined him with one of the least clutch playoff coaches? No, because. We had, I mean, I'd rather have him than Simmons. Simmons isn't clutch at all in the playoffs. So, so well, 
if they didn't make the trade, if they did not make the trade today, do you think Simmons plays for the 76ers after the deadline? No. No. No, 0% chance. The fact that he's already joining Miami on their road trip and already going to be traveling with them, something that he hasn't done all year, shows that it, his mental health issues were based in Philly. Right. Um, I'm not saying that he doesn't have something going on that he's working on, but obviously being in Philly was a big factor of mm-hmm. his mental health. So um, yeah, it sounds he didn't like have a, he did not have a mental health issue. Why don't we just get it out of the way? He did not have a mental health issue. He didn't like being called out by the coach. He didn't like being called. He's never, he hasn't liked Joel Embiid in about three years. Okay. Then was called out by Joel Embiid. And then he was like, trade me. Maury, to his credit, did not trade him immediately. Now he's got James Harden. But that that was the reason. Okay. The whole mental health thing is is he Well, is, I think I think it's very clutch sports, knowing the angle, knowing the PR angle, and then and then spinning it to oblivion. Yeah, I think that's a factor. I think it's very possible that he developed some sort of mental health issue due to the factors that you just listed. Um, I mean, obviously he's pretty embarrassed given what his his playoff performance and Mm-hmm. Um, I rewatched him today. Give up the um, the the clear dunk. That was the play there. That yeah. was it right then. Yeah, yeah. He um, I I still think he uh, is a baby, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna. I mean, I if I had to pick, I would say no. I don't think he has that much of a serious mental issue, but I respect. The mental people, the men, people with mental health issues. Are I respect the mental people. I love mental people. They're um, one of the best. Wait, when 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 did you stop liking Ben Simmons? Was it last the playoffs? Was it was that the start, or had it started many many months prior? I'd never really been a big fan of him um, for the past couple years, but like obviously I had to root for him because he was on my team, and he never really did anything significant until when he demanded to be traded here. I'll let Monty talk. A little Monty, bit. you yeah, like the trade. Amazing. Yeah. Monty, you like the trade. Yeah. I think it's a win-win for both in terms of, for both teams in terms of who they got. I think any trade where, and this is from the Sixers point of view, the best player in the trade out of every player was James Harden. And if I can walk away with the best player in the trade, considering it's a fair trade, I would easily do that. Mm-hmm. Um, from the Sixers point of view, what they gave up, I mean, you gave up a player who was never going to play for you. So that in itself, like if you were to, I remember when we talked about this like a month or two ago, we were talking about, Oh, should the trailblazers give up McCollum for Simmons? Should the Kings give up Halliburton and healed for Simmons? Mm-hmm. And it just shows that if we've moved on from like those like average tier players to now a superstar. So it's obvious that's a win in itself that right. you've got a top superstar in the league. And the other pieces that the Sixers although, although, did give although, up, although I do think that Halliburton could be an all-NBA player one day. What, I mean, I'm just that's saying, his I'm just, potential. That. James Harden's an all-NBA player right now, and you have – Right. I'll tell you, I would, rather, I would rather do – as much as I like Harden, I like this trade for the Sixers, I would rather do Halliburton, Simmons, and pick straight up rather than giving up Drummond and Seth Curry. I think our depth well, is a big strength this season, and that hurts. God, God you love Drummond. No, that's true, but I was also going to say, like, so Seth, yeah, he's our best three-point shooter. He's statistically, like, the greatest three-point shooter or something like that. But, Adam, you talked about a little. Like, defensively, he is a liability. Teams will just throw him in the pick and roll and try to get a mismatch. And even Drummond, for as well as he's played, there's a reason he's been on, like, three teams in, like, a year, basically – and that he signed for the vet minimum and that teams weren't really after him. Because, I mean, you can find big men on the buyout market, find big men for cheap. And I know he was playing well for us, but there were some games he would get, the, like, a lot of rebounds. But when you would watch pick and roll, he is, like, one of – he's slow. He, he can't move his feet. And I remember watching the Grizzlies game, like, John Morant. And that's for playoff basketball. Playoff basketball is all just pick and roll, slow down the half-court offense and just find the mismatch. John Morant would just put Drummond in pick and roll and make him look stupid. Like, there were, yeah, he would just make him look like a fool. And I feel like that was inevitable when Drummond would see the court. And, I mean, 
come playoffs, Embiid is going to be playing like 35, 38 minutes. So, yeah, the minutes will help, but I feel like we can just pick up anyone from there. Would we all agree James Harden is not the same guy that he once was? We, I don't think we can make a judgment on that yet because given he went to Brooklyn and Brooklyn had all of those three players, then like they never really meshed and there was a lot going on. So no one really knew like whose team it was in terms of like, who's going to get the ball, who's going to be putting up most of the shots and prime James Harden, like where he knows he's going to get all the shots. He's a top five player. He was like a, in the MVP voting top three in like consecutive years. So I still think he's, not top five, but he's still top ten. Okay, I don't because... think he is. Sorry, I can go. Let me go, or you want to? No, no, you go, you go. I, I was going to say I because I think you know there is a chance here that James Harden has been dragging his feet all the year with the Nets, and then you're suddenly going to see him on the on the Sixers and be like, oh, there he is. There's point guard James Harden again. I I think he I think I mean he clearly is going to be our main ball handler. And that's it's that's the thing about James Harden that has always really impressed me. It's not been his 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 scoring necessarily, but his ability to distribute, to drive, and it, something that he always impressed me in when he was in Houston was he always made Capella look really really good. Their pick and roll was mm-hmm. lobs to Capella. Mm-hmm. It was super effective, and I mean Capella's still a good player, but. Harden made him look 10 times better than what he is now. And I think that that, that combo with Embiid is going to be pretty crazy. Um, I think that, and I think he'll be a, a great distributor. I, I think Maxi's gotten a lot better at um, distributing the ball this year. Joel has gotten a lot better passing, but um, it's been a while since we've had like a point guard that can pass the way James Harden does and can be a perimeter threat. And Simmons is a great passer, but you can't space the floor with him. So. Even in this Nets turmoil of a season so far, Harden's like averaging almost 11 assists. So like he still is yeah. a top point guard and he still gets his assist. His scoring's down, but he's still putting up 11 assists. That's more than Ben Simmons has ever put up in his career. Yeah. Is is are, are the Philadelphia 76ers the the team to beat in the East now? I still like the Bucks. I wish I could say the Sixers, but I I think the Bucks are still a great team. I think a lot of people are overlooking them. What is it? What's it? What's it about the Bucks that that you like? Well, I mean, I, a they're the defending champions, and I don't think they've they've skipped a beat at all this year. I think they've. Look, the defending champions because Kevin Durant's giant alien toe was on the line, and then they and by the way, James Harden got injured and Kyrie and Irving got injured, and then they went and they played uh, the Suns, who then had their backup uh, Frank the Tank guarding Giannis, which was never going to work. I don't know what you're getting at there, but yeah, like, the, a lot the, has the, changed the, since then. I'm saying a lot has changed since then. You're saying that the Suns getting a different backup center it makes a big difference. Two backup centers. Two backup centers. <laughs> Vail McGee. McGee and Biombo. <laughs> um well we're talking the East, first off. That was your question. Um so no, I just think they're I question. think they're deep. I think Chris Middleton proved that he can he can make shots. I know he's not having a tremendous year but i think come playoff time it's a whole different game and i think Giannis is still hungry i think Giannis is arguably- i'm thinking that james harden was dragging his feet because i actually think the sixers are now the team to beat in the east i think we're going to be top two but if i had to put money on it i still think the bucks are a tremendous team so uh, speaking of money, you could have you could have grabbed that that plus twelve hundred to win the NBA championship before this trade went through, which I told you to do. Now it's down to uh, plus seven hundred to win the championship. Still, I like the number. I still like the number. I'm telling you, I'm not convinced yet. Though, I mean, I haven't seen Harden. I haven't seen anything. What do you wanted to get down to plus three hundred before you take the bet, dude? I'm trying to make you some money. Bucks, by the way, plus six fifty. I would consider that. 
think that'd be a good bet. I think they're. I think a lot of people have been overlooking them. I think they're a solid team, but Nets plus four fifty. Still the favorite to win the championship out of all teams in the NBA. I and I think that I think that's fair. Like I know they were. I think they were plus like three. 25 before the trade or something like that and it just dropped a little but they're still the favorite because from their perspective it was a great trade for them you can now focus on Kyrie and KD being the main ball handlers and the one scoring and then you can have Simmons in there doing nothing but just being out there playing defense and then um <laughs> it's not gonna be doing nothing you can still drive to the hoop and he can to he can what score drive it. and then pass he can score 18 a game dude no he can't yes no. he like can. with the, the space he, that he's gonna have he now. he scored I, I think his career has like 16 or 17 and that's when he was like a number two option his career high no nah, his career high is 42 yeah no no, no like yeah. per season like his career high. Oh, average. like average, like average. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, and then, but I mean, it's, you give them Seth Curry and Patty Mills, and I don't think Joe Harris is coming back this year, but if he does come back, you're surrounding them with all shooters, and you get another What's big up with man. Joe Harris? He had surgery. I think he broke some bone, and he oh. had a setback. So something like that. But I mean, I think Brooklyn really wanted Drummond, because they're going to – if they have faced Philly in the playoffs, they're going to be able to throw LaMarcus Aldridge, LaMarcus Aldridge, Claxton, and Drummond at Embiid. So they're just going to be rotating in defenders. And similar how that's what the Lakers did the year they won when they faced Jokic and the Nuggets. They had Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee, and AD. They would just – and that's how they stopped the Nuggets. They would just throw different bodies at him and get him tired. And I think that's Brooklyn's philosophy. And, I mean, they're – it's warranted that they're still the favorites because you have Kyrie and KD. Right. And Embiid is not getting shut down by those. I mean, guys. he's not getting <laughs> shut down, but what the philosophy is, it's like just hold them to their averages rather than letting him get like 35, 40. Let's hold him to like 28 and 10 rather than like 37 and like 12 or something like crazy stat line. So, I mean, I would still like, I personally still think the Sixers match up well with them, but. It makes sense that the draft books still have um, Brooklyn as a favorite. So you think that if the Nets were to face the Sixers in the playoffs, you don't think they put? You think they put Ben on Harden? I mean, that's what they're gonna do. But I can't wait if that. I need that series. Like I feel like Ben Simmons. He's he's only gonna be able to play the games in. um, He's not gonna play because if he goes to Philly, he's gonna be like a DMP because like he got like he's gonna be a baby. That's what like he's yeah. I want to keep it PG thirteen. I'm not gonna say anything, but this man Ben, yeah, Ben Simmons. He, he's black. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, let's go. Let's go through the 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 top betting favorites because there's an interesting one in here still. Nets plus four fifty, Warriors plus four fifty, Suns plus five hundred, Bucks plus six fifty, Seventy Sixers plus seven hundred. Then a major drop off. Heat plus eleven hundred, Jazz. You know how I love my Jazz plus fourteen hundred. Right after the Jazz, Lakers are still <laughs> Lakers are right right there ahead of the Bulls and the Grizzlies. I mean, the Grizzlies clearly have a better shot at the championship, even though they're not going to win than the Lakers do. Lakers plus two thousand, Grizzlies plus twenty five hundred. It's like, by the way, Lakers make no move at the trade deadline, which, <laughs> which delighted me to no end. They're waiting for the buyout market. Wait, oh yeah, and, and uh, did you see this, Monty, on the buyout market? It feels like a two-horse race between the Suns and the Warriors. All season long, it's felt that way. Well, and speaking of the West, our Adrian Wojnarowski reported that obviously the Lakers, they didn't make any deals, so now they are shifting their focus oh. to the buyout market. <laughs> now- <laughs> oh. <laughs> Goodbye, Monty. Monty, we lost Monty. <laughs> He's like, how dare they laugh at how dare they laugh at my beloved Lakers? Wait, let me add him back in here. Did have no my computer just like so flashed. And so yeah, yeah I don't know what just happened. Let me glass water real quick. Um, yeah, what do you think about the Lakers uh, and their their entire disaster of a season? 
and not making a move. And that the only headline they had was for John Wall. I I think they definitely wanted to make a move, but they just have no one to offer that someone else would want. What do I you think, do with Russell Westbrook right now? I mean, you have to play him now that the deadline's passed. You don't just get rid of him? No, because if you chop then, this Get year, rid of him, I mean, I mean just bench him. Just yeah, like, I mean bench him or like – yeah. No, think, you you got to play it, play it. I mean, they're fighting to get like the eighth seed. So right. I mean, I would. I, I they're a whole mess. I think just from their management, <clears throat> like I don't blame the coach. I know they're. You mean you mean LeBron James is their manager? No, Rob, Rob Palinka and people above. Like no, I, I think, think LeBron um, James is the GM of the team because they they actually consulted him about the John Wall thing. I mean, I mean that's fair. Like he's warranted that yeah. he's arguably. Still the best player in the league right now. I would... One of the worst GMs in the league. <laughs> I mean, he's good at his other job, so I, I take that. He also got J.R. Smith paid a bunch of money. And Iman Shumpert, and now Russell Westbrook. I mean, the guy just makes great decisions. I mean, So what, what What do you do with Russell? I mean, you, you have to play him. You can't just – it's not like you have a better alternative. Like, who are you going to put? THT on the court? That He's worse. Like, he's not doing anything. I feel like they got broken last night. Me and Charlie were watching this the uh, Trailblazers game. Rooting hard for like, the Trailblazers. I feel like they were broken last night. I mean, it, it was bad, but that also shows that it's not Russ's fault. He wasn't even playing, and they still got smacked to a G League Portland Trailblazers team. Right, and they have mm-hmm. Justice Winslow. Who <laughs> I was, I didn't know was still playing in this <laughs> league. <laughs> uh, my new favorite thing is going to be watching every Lakers game because <laughs> I absolutely like, there's no, I don't, I, there's no more pleasure I get than, than watching the Lakers lose. Like last night was like, I had achieved Nirvana at a certain point. <laughs> I was sitting up in my bed just thinking, wow, that was so great. When I watched Blevins <laughs> on the trailblazers beat LeBron. <laughs> uh, I love it. And I'm going on a ski trip with my boy, uh, Yuri Andrade, he uh, he, you might know him as the guy that that streaked the Super Bowl in a pink <laughs> bathing suit. He still thinks he still thinks that the Lakers are going to win the championship. So I, I'm trying to uh, get him drunk on the ski trip and then bet him like four forty thousand dollars. <laughs> um, okay, so there's no way to, that to you that the Lakers could possibly win the championship, right? I'm not going to rule it out. Really? Because... No, they're not. I actually don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I mean, they'll make the playoffs, but playoffs or play in the play in. I mean, the play in. Okay. What is it? Seven, eight, nine, and ten. Okay, right. what I'm saying is, I don't think they'll make the final eight teams. They'll lose in the play in. I, I mean, if they make it, I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm not saying they'll make it to the play in. I'm just saying I do not think they'll be one of the final eight teams. Right. All right. How about this? Let's do a commercial break real quick, and then let's do uh, how this trade is for the. Um... For the Nets. Cool. 60 iterations off the central finite curve, there's a Rick that works more with wood than polarity plating. His name is Simple Rick, but he's no dummy. He realized long ago that the greatest thing he'd ever create was his daughter. I love daddy! We captured that moment. We run it on a loop through Simple Rick's mind. And the chemical that makes his brain secrete goes into every Simple Rick's Simple Wafer's wafer cookie. Come home to the impossible flavor of your own completion. Come home to Simple Rick. So, do you think that... I mean, dude, this for... I love this for Brooklyn, by the way. And this is going to get into our original argument, but... Ben Simmons is a coveted player. Ben Simmons is a great player. <laughs> Whoa. Ben Simmons in this situation can thrive. And Curry is a gem of a player. And so if you're if you're sitting there as the Nets, I think you may have just gotten better. And you still have the best player in the league, as far as I'm concerned, Durant. Who knows what's going to happen in New York? They're listening. They're lifting the mask mandates. They they've been talking about lifting the vaccine mandate, so that means Kyrie could come back full time. So if you get Kyrie full time and KD back, and you've said Ben Simmons is already on the team plane, if he plays immediately, 
and you have Curry, I think this team's pretty good. It's a lot of ands and a lot of ifs. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But I feel like only half of the ands. If Ben Simmons you to three. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I said if he'd play, which it sounds like he will play. I hate to agree with you, but I do think they did get better. I think the th- I, I think the three superstar and no one else idea or, or plan is mm-hmm. not panning out. Because if one of those three guys gets hurt, then the rest of the team sucks. Right. Um, and that's why I, I think both believe, teams won. I still can't believe that James – I mean, dude, I was looking at the stats from the 16 games that they played together. Statistically, there's never been a better basketball team. But anyway, let's get back to let's get back to Brooklyn. Continue. Yeah, I mean, if they were all healthy, I think they would easily be the easily. I think they would win the championship. And last year, if they were all healthy, they would have won the championship. Right. But that's a big thing to bank on because, like I said, if one gets hurt, then two of them are carrying the load, and then they're playing more minutes, and you know what could happen. Um, so yeah, I think the trade did help them out. I think. Seth, I think Seth's better than Joe Harris. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think Ben Simmons is not the player you think he is, but I do think he is. Uh, he's a great defender, no arguing against that. Um, and they need defense, so that'll I, it'll be interesting to see how it works out. But I think that they and got... the love of your life, Drummond. <laughs> I I think I have good reason for being upset about Drummond leaving. I think that going back, if you if you want to go back to the Sixers, you're bringing it up again. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm staying with Brooklyn. He's on Brooklyn now. <laughs> well, he was the love of my life. And um, <laughs> had never had a, had a really good backup, and I think that had taken a toll on him because he was playing more minutes, and it. I don't know. It just didn't seem like there was any consistency at the position. It seems like whenever Embiid was out, we would, the other team would just go on runs. Um, and I thought felt like Drummond was pretty good at keeping it steady, holding it down. Um, Dwight Howard was close, but Dwight Howard was a fucking idiot last year. You just make all of these stupid fouls and stupid plays. But I thought Drummond was, I thought I was very impressed. I wasn't a fan of the signing, but I, I was impressed with how Drummond played. And I thought and it now he's on Brooklyn, and you got Brooklyn with Drummond and Claxton. Yeah, which I don't know if that's going to pan out that way. I mean, I don't know if he's going to be good in Brooklyn. I mean, he looked terrible on the Lakers last year. That's why I wasn't right. a fan of the trade or, or the signing when we got him. But I thought he did a good job, and I, and and Bede's having the best season of his career, and I think that had a factor. It was a factor, but getting it Harden obviously will be an improvement too. So. But I who is I, the who's Brooklyn's starting five now? Um, assuming everyone's healthy, it would probably be Kyrie, Seth, um, Durant, Durant, Simmons, Simmons, Drummond, Aldridge. I probably yeah, probably oh, okay. Aldridge. Yeah, got um, it. But it would be inter- It's going to be interesting to see Ben Simmons playing because they're going to play i think they're going to play him at like the four or the five right whereas in philly he was always playing the point guard um because we didn't really have anyone else point wise to play with them i guess maxi but 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 i also think it's like going off of brooklyn i think it's a great like they're in a great situation their team is deep their starting lineup's good but one thing that i was reading about was that Simmons like his whole NBA career has wanted to have the ball like he's wanted to be the point guard and that was one of the reasons why they got mm-hmm. rid of Jimmy Butler because Jimmy Butler was the same mindset I want to have the ball like let me bring it up let me do it run the offense and right. so now it's like trying to convince Simmons who already has like the mindset of like a 10 year old all right now you're just going to be a four just run pick and rolls and just roll and get set screens and not really have the ball because the ball is going to be in Katie and Kyrie's hands. So it could work, but based off his track record, you're going to try to convince someone who sort of is very selfish to play this role, which I not don't sort of, yeah, well, to, sort yeah, of. to definitely play this role that 
he should have been playing since he came into the league, but just feels like he's far superior than everyone else. And I mean, it'll be interesting to see what they do. I think in Philly, he would have lasted longer if he stuck to that role of just being a, a four man, like a Draymond Green type set screens, pass, play defense. But he's always thought he was a point guard for some reason. I know he's tall and he gets assists, but he can't shoot. So I don't want to see him on the wing. He should be down in the paint on the block and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's a good point. Um, it, it will be interesting how his uh, how his ego mm-hmm. is impacted by playing that role. I mean, yeah. I mean, if if he does play that, he could play that role very well. He could play the Draymond Green role very well. Um, but even Draymond, like even Draymond Green can shoot the ball, <laughs> and so um, Draymond Green actually makes a decent amount of his free throws and Draymond Green is I think has a lot higher basketball IQ than Ben Simmons but are you saying right now that Draymond Green's better than Ben Simmons? Yeah, 100% that's, he's better than in, Ben Simmons. That's incorrect. That's incorrect. What but no, this is where cuz I used to say like when people said, "Oh, Ben Simmons is just like a Draymond Green light." And I would feel the same way. I'm like Ben Simmons he's like a LeBron like. Yeah, okay, but okay, but that's where he's 6'11, like 270. He's a freak athlete, can play defense, can do everything, but he can't shoot. And that's what basketball is. Like the they called him baby LeBron because he was built like LeBron. He could do passing, but he could never shoot. And so that's where I used to be a big fan of Ben Simmons. And then after a couple of years, like two, three years, he just wouldn't take a shot or wouldn't improve his shooting. So Part of me is like, like, what are you doing in the off season? Like, you're not, you're not just throwing down a hundred dunks and pra- on like the gym and then just leaving. Like, that's where then my mind started to change and like, maybe he is just dream hungry. Maybe he just is the role player in the sense that he plays defense, sets screens, passes it, but he's never gonna be this like big superstar that he was supposed to be coming out of LSU because he just doesn't shoot. I mean, hey, fuck, maybe he starts shooting, right? But- I, I don't think he starts shooting now. No, because Will that completely crush your heart. No, like it, it would be the most Philly thing to happen if he came out and just started chucking threes and like was a jump shooter now. Like, I, but I think the possibility of that happening is like negative 100%. Like, it, it's not happening, but he's gonna forever be below Draymond Green just because he doesn't shoot the ball. And that's what basketball is you got to put the ball in the hoop and you got to shoot. It's going to be interesting because KD's not going to deal with that shit. I, that's what everyone. I think KD won't care, actually. I think he'll be like, all right, cool. I'll shoot all these. I'll shoot every time. Well, give, give me the rock. Yeah, but then it's going to happen like in the playoffs where Embiid finally like snapped after Simmons made that stupid pass. It's like, all right, I've been putting this up for like five years. Well, and- yeah, but the 76ers didn't have a, a Kyrie Irving to then go to. They didn't have a, a KD. Well, their their KD is Joel Embiid, right? So, But they didn't have a Kyrie to go to. So I mean, Joel fair, was finally but- like, yo, dude, you got to shoot. You're the other guy here. And I think that's what Ben Simmons, like when he was drafted, he was supposed to be the superstar. But I think he's just going to – his peak is like a top – premier role player like he's never going to be a one or two option yeah he's a third option him. in my opinion. yeah he's a third option and i mean i think I if you took that draymond green role he would be really really good at it that's why i was slightly in favor of um well from a warrior standpoint the warriors trading for him over the, in the offseason because i think he could learn a lot from draymond and eventually mm-hmm. take that role because he's got all those intangibles. He's an incredible defender. He's a freak athlete, LeBron-like build, which is what I think you're obsessing over, Adam, is, is his 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 build. That's what you keep saying. Oh, he's a generational I'm obs- blah, blah, blah. I'm obsessing over the fit with the Nets. It's a perfect fit for him. Ideally, it's a perfect fit, but we don't know. Like, yeah. Mentally, this man, I don't know if he's checked in or he's – he doesn't have any mental issues, dude. He didn't like that Doc Rivers no, I understand threw him that, under the bus I, after the game. He didn't like that Joel but even before threw that, him under the bus after the like game. Like, he just never shot the ball. So yeah, like that's, that, that's, that's the, the mental, mental stuff. Like, before all this happened, he would see a therapist who would, like, walk him through, like, shooting. Like, at that point, you're broken. Like, you can't be saved unless, like, I, yeah, I don't know. That's why I gave up. I started giving up on Ben Simmons after, like, year three and four when he would just 
it would be the off season and then he would come back just same thing, just not even trying to even attempt a shot. I guess, but that's why I'm still obsessed with this position because it's like no one's going to ask you to shoot on the nets, dude. Well, the, the Sixers so, do what you're really good at. You you want to be Ben Simmons and you want to be treated like a superstar and then do what you're really good at and never improve your game. You can easily do that on the nets. That's Go what have the, fun. the Sixers wanted him to do that, and then he started crying, and that's why they got rid of Jimmy Butler after a year because he was like, I, I don't want to play this pick and roll position i want to be the ball handler so i mean maybe he's grown up but it looks like he hasn't but maybe times will change and he'll realize oh shoot i can't do this again um and he'll change but as of right now the player that we've seen we're um i don't see it improving and i think it's just wishful thinking that oh he'll accept this position easily and roll with the team and do whatever and be a team player he's not a team player so it's asking a lot for him to be a team player. I just still don't see, like, in, in, in the playoffs. I, I just see him being a liability. Um, and I think Kyrie and Kevin are going to score all the points, okay? You need a defensive-minded guy. He can be that for you. He can he can probably shut down James Harden, to be perfectly honest. He could probably shut him down. Yeah, but when it so, comes down to crunch time, you can't have him on the floor. Teams will be smart. Saw last year will foul him and right. then shit his pants at the line like he did this past year. I mean, he missed ten free throws in that game. I, just, I think home. with the scoring of Kyrie and KD, I don't think anyone will be in that position. You don't think that any team will? I think they'll be up by so every, much. They'll <laughs> blow people out in every single game. Uh, <laughs> I think they'll blow people out four of seven games. <laughs> Dude, we saw it with Shaq, okay? Shaq was on the floor. He stayed on the floor. So you're calling Ben <laughs> Shaq. In the free throw realm? Yes. <laughs> yeah, but Shaq was dominant offensively. Shaq wouldn't be afraid to shoot. This man but, is afraid okay, to shoot. Okay, but I, I know, but I'm saying, look, look. It was Kobe and Shaq, right? That was it. The other Lakers didn't matter, right? The Nets have Kyrie and Kevin Durant and then Ben Simmons. So they're better than those Lakers teams were. Yeah, I know. It's it's a fair point. It's just we're – It's a fair point, Charlie. No, we're overvaluing Ben Simmons. Like we're making him – like we're valuing him or like the media value. You're valuing him. Just like Daryl Morey valued him, and that's why they no, got because Daryl Morey's smart. He played the game right. The whole everyone. Here's a, here's was... a question. Here's a go- okay. Move on. Okay, I like Ben Simmons. You don't. I'm never gonna convince you because <laughs> you've got this toxic relationship with him. Okay, it's like me like hanging out with your ex girlfriend. I'm like, I don't know. She seems pretty cool to me. I mean, she didn't fucking burn my clothes. <laughs> But then you're like, no, dude, she fucking dumped my entire suitcase out into the street. And I'm like, I didn't see that. I wasn't part of it. Anyways, never, ever going to convince each other. That's fair. But you'll be convinced. Why why is why is Maury so obsessed with James Harden? Uh, I don't know why he's obsessed obsessed with him. Well, they're like they're like a boyfriend. They're like a toxic relationship. Yeah, they need well, to be with each other. I think. Well, if you look at Maury, when he got him originally in Houston, like Houston was just like middle of the pack, just some random. Like they had actually tanked, and they were like the original tankers, and they got all these draft picks and players and traded them to OKC. And I think just like low key, James Harden put like that whole like rebuilding stuff and how to properly rebuild a team like on the map. And Daryl Maury got a lot of credit for that. So I don't. He doesn't. I mean, he obviously he doesn't owe him anything, but I mean, they've started from the bottom of Houston being like a really bad team to working all the way up and attracting big time free agents the year they got Dwight Howard and just reaching the conference finals and almost making the NBA finals. But I don't know why he's still infatuated by him. Maybe he just thinks he's the best player in the game right now and just always wants to do that. But I mean, yeah, I don't know why. Charles, what? You want my opinion? 
<laughs> nah. No, I just want to watch you drink water. Um, Do you like you're 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 a big fan of Daryl Morey, aren't you? Well, I think he's made some great moves. I mean, he basically turned Josh Richardson and <laughs> who was it? Al Horford, like Al Horford and Ben Simmons into Gator Legend. I mean, James Harden. This is the biggest trade that the Sixers. I mean, I guess Jimmy Butler was big. Um, but right, you miss Jimmy Butler, don't you? I do, yeah. I mean, obviously, I, I, I'm a big Jimmy Butler fan. I wish we kept him. We would, we we would have probably won a ring if we mm-hmm. kept Jim, Jimmy Butler. Um, but I, I like. I mean, I think, I think Maury likes Harden because he's a good player. I think he has probably knows him very well personally, and um, I think they both want to win a championship together. I mean, they, they, arguably should have in those years that they lost to. KD and the Warriors, and it's like he's a good right. player. They, they both want it, and I think. Well, they missed out on the on the point guard, the point god, Chris Paul there. If he was healthy, they would have easily won. Right. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I also think that James Harden was the best player available, and he he'd been holding out. He made the right move to hold out on Simmons. And I think the the right opportunity came. I I can see the argument because for waiting until after this season's over and um, getting Harden in free agency. I can see the argument there because we wouldn't have to give up these assets. But we could get James Harden next year, and Joel Embiid could tear his ACL week two. It's like you got to take the opportunity when Joel Embiid is having the best season of his career. You got to push all the chips on the table and you got to go for it this year. And I think that's what he did. So are you excited to pay James Harden for the next four years an obscene amount of money? I am. I think he's good. I think he's still good. I think at the very least, he'll be a good point guard. And and to that point, Brooklyn. I mean, he's no Chris Paul, but yeah. No, but to that point, Brooklyn. They wanted to sign Kevin Durant signed his extension, then Kyrie was supposed to be up next, and then Harden was supposed to be up next. And they wanted them to all get signed during the year so none of this to free agency stuff happened. So, I mean, Brooklyn was willing to give him the max five years. So, I mean, I'm willing to give him four years, give him the max, and give him whatever. I know he'll he'll be old, but, I mean, people if people say, oh, it's a bad move, I bet if Brooklyn did it, they would have been like, oh, it's a great move. Brooklyn just signed – James Harden to the max and got him for the rest of his career. So, I mean, I, if the way you look at it, I, I th- I'm perfectly content with paying Harden over paying some bums and not having a chance of winning. Well, I'm just glad for James Harden that he didn't have, you know, it's been such a tough 10 months for him since his last team that he, uh, <laughs> he finally got out of this horrendous 10 month situation and, and into Philly's arms. Um, what was I just about to say about James Harden, though? Um, fuck. Strip clubs? No, he. <laughs> although he does enjoy a good strip club. Little um, baby? Little baby. <laughs> My personal hell. My personal hell. We saw a girl on uh, Bumble yesterday, and her bio was, My personal hell is, and her answer was, Little, little baby. baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, hinge, dude. All right, well, let's go to a commercial break, and then I got some other shit to talk about. There's a Rick that held a factory hostage after murdering his boss and several co-workers. The factory made cookies, flavored them with lies. He made us all take a look at what we were doing, and in the bargain, he got a taste of real freedom. We captured that taste, and we keep giving it to him so he can give it right back to you and every bite of new Simple Rick Freedom Wafer Selects. Come home to the unique flavor of shattering the grand illusion. Come home to Simple Rick. What was with the, um, what was with that poor Zingus trade? Yeah, that was <laughs> random as hell. <laughs> At first, I you know what at first I thought I thought that they were gonna try and get Porzingis right, they, or they they're trying to pack they're trying to get Dinwiddie in a package right, 
And then I thought they were going to be like, oh, we have Dinwiddie. Now we can pair Brunson to get Jeremy Grant in Dallas. But then that never happened. So then I was like, what the fuck was the point of that trade? Yeah, I don't get it. Now they have four guards. <laughs> I think it was just that Porzingis and Luca just absolutely despised each other and it had to it had to be done. Also, Porzingis just like would never play. He would just catch a little injury here and there and just constantly miss some games. So And just pull up from three every <laughs> yeah. And he would also act like he was a superstar and try to demand the ball. And apparently he even like spoke to the coach and was like, I want more plays ran for me. Like I know when Luca's on the bench, like we should run it through me. And I think Jason Kidd was like, no, like we're going to continue doing what we do. And uh, this may, I think Porzingis thinks he's a lot better than he actually is. Yeah. And then Jason Kidd was like, well, if you'll excuse me, <laughs> now I have to go sexually assault someone. <laughs> um, all right. Jeremy Grant. Why wasn't he moved? That was like the hottest that. item on the on the, the on asking the, on price. What are the oh yeah, he's yeah, gonna over, do over with Harden. What are Pistons gonna do? Well, you know, outside of the blockbuster, it's like any contender was probably. They were asking up. for like two first rounders for him. Yeah, they were, were they really yeah. yeah. Oh my god, this is and I think Detroit's that's what, Detroit, yeah. dude. <laughs> and then and then Eric Gordon. I I keep hearing all this Eric Gordon news. He's just sitting on Houston still. <laughs> yeah, he, they talked about him potentially being bought out. So, I mean, yeah, there's all these rumors about players getting traded and then nothing happens. And then the trades that actually happen are ones that aren't really talked about. Um, the other ones I wanted to talk about, which, well, one feels like 14,000 years ago. <laughs> uh, the, the Cavs got Lavert. What do you think about that one? I kind of like that move. The Cavs are like, we're going for it. I like it a lot. I, I like this Cavs team. I like Garland. I like Mobley. Mobley, I like, I think it's best player in the draft. Can we all agree now? Can we all agree? Mobley, what about him? Best he was player. the best player in the draft. Uh, that remains to be seen, but I think he's definitely top two, top three. This year. Well, yeah, I mean, Cade is, hasn't played the entire season. I think Cade's going to be really good. I think Mobley's going to be really good. I think, think a lot, I think a lot of really good. <laughs> you I, I just, I've watched him a couple times. Yeah. I'm just like, ah, oh, so Cade, Cade is your, your Trey Lance of the NBA. You watch two Cade games, like, no, Trey Lance. No, I, I agree with you on Cade. Like, I think he has a chance. No, to no, no, no. You see, Cade Cunningham has seen the ball that he plays with before. <laughs> See, Trey Lance on the San Francisco 49ers looks like he's never seen a football before. I would never slander Cade Cunningham like that. No, but yeah, I'm not sold on Cade either. Even like Trey Lance coming into the draft, they're like, oh, this is the number one yeah. pick. And seeing him at Oklahoma, like there were some games where he just like looked. He didn't look that good. And I I was like, how is he supposed to be the number one pick? And they're all talking about, oh, he's his potential. He's like six, seven point guard. He's big. He can get to a shot, create a shot. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think they b- picked him based off of potential. But as of right now, I wouldn't say he's the best, right? The best player right now and who's going to win rookie of the year, I think, is Mobley. Yeah, for sure. And uh, dude, the Cavs are a fun team to watch. Check yeah. them out. Tune in. And then and then we got the Kings. <laughs> I don't I don't know what to do with the Kings. Okay. I've been I've always thought I've always thought the Dolphins were the worst franchise <laughs> run in sport. But I, I actually think it's the, the Kings take the cake. I think people are over they're trying for the play in game. Is that what's <laughs> going on here? I think people are overreacting at that trade. I think Sabonis is a really good player. And I think yes, I think Halliburton is probably going to end up being a better player than Sabonis. However, yeah. I think people are going like, oh, they're fucking idiots, blah, blah, blah. Sabonis, okay, first of all, he's a zag. Got his four <laughs> zags. I didn't know that. Yeah. Secondly, I think he's he's a great player. People, he was an all-star last year. I think a lot of people are forgetting that. And I think that they thought that he would pair up with De'Aaron Fox well. Um, mm-hmm. which remains okay. to be seen, but I, he's a great passer. 
He's a, he's a very, very skilled big man. At Gonzaga, they teach the footwork and they teach the passing. The epitome of that. They do. Do they teach drunk driving? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, good one. But, Thank uh, you. Thank you. I'll be here all week. I think that I think Sabonis. Is you like player. Sabonis. I do. Um, I, I, you love the Kings. <laughs> you know what? I do. I do love the Kings. <laughs> You're a big Kings guy. <laughs> um, but You're no. Like, uh, remember when they had Mike Bibby and Doug Christie? Have you seen Mike Bibby recently? Vledoc. Mike Vledoc. Bibby got jacked. Mike Bibby is his arms are like. <laughs> he got big. <laughs> um. Yeah, okay. Well, you like it, I guess. Did they make any other moves? I, did, I wasn't watching. Yeah, they I was traded so for blown away. Tenzo, which is they okay. traded for a, a Zag and a Wildcat. Yeah, and they got rid of also a good move, too. I think DiVincenzo is really good. I mean, because they got rid of Bagley. Bagley didn't want to be there. He was having a whole bunch of trouble. But yeah, he's the still... Kings, I think everyone just, like, is confused as to what they're doing. Like, they draft Halliburton. He pops off, plays well. They're like, oh, okay. Like, maybe we could build around him and potentially trade Fox or some other ones. But going back to, like, their prior moves, like, I don't know the Kings know what they're doing because the year they drafted Halliburton, like, you had De'Aaron Fox, then you pick Halliburton, then the next year you pick Davion Mitchell. So, like, why are you getting a whole bunch of point guards? Like, whoever's running their team just must love point guards because I don't know what they're really doing. Did they but, choose Badgley or did they choose Marvin yeah, over Luca? Yeah, they mm-hmm. chose Bagley over Luca. <laughs> yeah. Oh my and god. And Trey Young. And even for big men, you could have had Jaron Jackson Jr. and they picked Bagley over. Wow. So they was just was don't Bagley, Bagley good? He was good in college. Number. Yeah, he was a top recruit and he was supposed to be like a superstar, but I think just going to the Kings just put him in a really bad spot. Wow. I, I haven't even seen him play. But no, I mean, I think Sabonis is good. Like he said, uh, Charlie said, he's an all star. But I just think if you go to the Kings, you like no one just you never hear from them ever again. So, like, I that's don't true. They got rid of uh, who's that one guy? They got rid of the three point shooter that they just gave to Atlanta for nothing. Bogdanovich. Oh, Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich. Yeah. Yeah, like here, take him. We yeah. don't want him. See, they, yeah, they, they don't really, really know what they're doing. Yeah, I agree Whatever. with Monty. I don't think they know what they're doing, but I don't think that the Sabonis move was terrible. I mean, I think I think he's he's a, he's a good player. I don't think they like got completely fleeced, but that obviously remains to be seen. Halliburton's a great player. Uh, he's younger, got a lot of potential, but I don't know. I'm surprised the Miles Turner deal didn't happen. Like I wanted it to. Set on it. Where was he supposed to go? <laughs> I want him to go to the Warriors. Oh. <laughs> um, all right. The one last thing here before we end this cast. Should the Lakers have traded LeBron James? <laughs> who could they have gotten? Like, uh, I'll tell you who they, they could. What if they, like, right after the Nets trade went through, they're like, yeah, we'll give you LeBron James for Ben Simmons and two first-round picks. No. We're, <laughs> no. Like, I would have done it. I would have. If I'm the Lakers, I would field offers just to see if you could get something, like, helpful. But I think it would have taken a lot to trade him. I would have traded him. I mean, he is time. old. I would talk to him about it, too. You can't like, trade well, a general manager. <laughs> I, right, exactly. But I would have talked to him about it. I would have said, look, LeBron, obviously this is not going to work for the twilight of your career. Can it, let's work together where you want to go. You know, We'll trade you to one you of these five spots. Yeah, right. I think, I, think Dan Gilbert, I think Dan Gilbert's finally like, look, we have a good team finally that doesn't have LeBron on it. We don't want him back. I, no, I don't think I, Cleveland Dan would, do would take I don't him think back. Cleveland no, I don't think Cleveland would do <laughs> they that. They put the sign back up. No, I think I think <laughs> they would. Cleveland goes from being irrelevant in they're playing really well this year and they're still somewhat irrelevant. You give them LeBron all the money that comes in. I think Dan Gilbert would be dying to have him back. 
Dan Gilbert does not like LeBron James. He doesn't like him, but he's a business. Like Dan Gilbert, he hates him, but he's a businessman, and LeBron brings you money, and I think he would take that. Charlie, you think Cleveland does that deal? No. Thank you. Well, it depends on the asking price. If they ask for like Mobley or Garland, no. Oh yeah, right, exactly. They got a young team. I don't know. I don't know what the deal would be. We're just saying Cleveland was throwing it out there. I, I honestly, I think he would. I mean, he's already said LeBron. Oh, he would. He'll go to any situation no, that's I, better than his current situation. He's a complete piece of shit. I, but I think the you know they have like these teams. Yeah, they care about winning, but they care most about money. And if you have like the most famous NBA player come to your city, that's just bringing in millions and millions. I think any team would do that. I was trying to think of some other ones. I couldn't really think of the assets that would work out. You got to think about the future, dude. He's not going to be there for very long. As soon as Bronny gets drafted, he's going to OKC. Yeah, but you do what you want to try to win now. Like, look, look at the Bucks. They gave not they didn't give up anything, but they got a chance to get Tom Brady, and he was there for two years. They won a Super Bowl. So, if LeBron went to the Cavs, I think they would win a championship with him in the next two years. Speaking of Tom if Brady, the give Super up Bowl. the assets that they currently well, like, like, a, like just like a fair decent trade. Obviously, they're not going to give Mobley and Garland. What about Garland and Levert? No, I mean they're Sexton. I don't know if he's hurt, but oh yeah, you can get rid of Sexton. Yeah. <laughs> you give a torn ACL a Sexton for LeBron. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're, like, yeah, and some cryptocurrency. <laughs> This is under the hypothetical that the Lakers are working with LeBron to try to get him out of LA and just get something. Crypto.com could throw in some ether. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, wait. One one conspiracy theory before we go out to Friday night. Um I got I got one thing too before we go. Okay. Go. Because mine's about football. Is yours about the NBA? No, mine's also about football. Okay. Well, hey, Monty, what do you think about this deal? It's on the dark web. It's on my notes. Um, San Fran trades Jimmy G to the Bucks for the rights to Tom Brady if he ever were to decide to come back. That's actually that's that's actually a really great trade for I think both it's a great teams trade as well. because if Tom Brady comes back, the only team he's going to come back for is probably. In California, and the Bucks might as well just get something for now because they don't have anyone at quarterback right now. I agree, Charles. They say no. Okay, let's get to yours. Okay, you hate mine. Let's get to yours. No, I, well, mine's not anything to do with Tom Brady. I'm just saying <laughs> the dude's old. Like, I don't know. Maybe I. I He's old, but uh, he's still he's gonna finish he's top old. two. He's, MVP. Yeah. Well, he had a great year. <laughs> yeah. He's walking out on top. What are you going to Trey Lance? <laughs> I mean, he just retired. He can always come out of retirement. Going to Trey Lance, the fucking <laughs> Spencer Dinwiddie of the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, what did we call him? I forget who the NBA player was. Um. Yeah, Kate, who did we call Kate? the Trey Lance of the NBA? Oh, yes, Cade. Cade. <laughs> no, my question Wait, is who? who? Cade Cunningham. Oh yeah, Cade Cunningham. <laughs> no, 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 no. The the Kate the Trey Lance of the NBA would be like if like a random like circus animal walked onto a court <laughs> and was like, oh, I'm gonna. It's like an elephant. It's like, <laughs> what's this? A basketball? So Ben that Simmons. Would be, that would be the Trey Lance of the NBA. It's Ben Simmons. Go ahead. Uh, my question's simple. It's who you got in the Super Bowl. Yeah, hey, yeah, man. yeah. I wanted to ask that too. All right. I'm going with the my bet, my click it to pick it is Rams win money line. Parlay that with Cooper Cup. Over 80 yards because if the Rams are going to win, Cooper Cup is definitely getting over over 80 yards. You can get even money on it, and uh, so put you know if you're really confident in the Rams, you can get the money line so you don't have to do the points at all. Take that, and then you're like, all right, Cooper Cup's going to get over 80 yards too. I'm going to bet 500 to win 500. Let's go. 
Everything so, tells me Rams. I like Long Rams game. to win the game for sure. Everything, everything tells me Rams. Everything However, is telling me Joe Shiesty and the Bengals. No, you're you letting emotions. You're not. No, you're not because looking at think the about it. The Chiefs. Think no. Well, so when they played Oakland, I thought Oakland was going to win. When they played Tennessee, I thought Tennessee okay. was going to win. When they played Kansas City, I thought Kansas City was going to win. So Wait, when did they play Oakland? Oh, when they, they, right, when they played Vegas, they played the Red Time. No, so I'm when already over three. Commanders. I'm already over three, so I'm not going to bet against Joe Shiesty again. So. You're tired I, of I being I got to rock with him. Okay. I got to rock with him. Same. I'm going with uh What you're the same? You just said the Rams. You just said the Rams. I you, I wasn't finished. I said I have oh, no, no, the Rams. Charlie was convinced done. by your speech. <laughs> no. I said everything tells me the Rams. However, I've been bet like every single game I've said the Bengals are going to lose. And it's every single pick that I made in the playoffs this year it's been like this team should obviously win, and they've lost. So, for that you're reason, going we're going with the Bengals. You're going with that. All right. Yeah. However, my this? bet. How about this? I'll bet you both twenty bucks at the. No, Rams I'm not putting money on it. But what do you? I, oh, I thought you're so confident. No, I'm not. I'm not confident. I'm just running with Joe Shiesty, but I'm just not confident because I don't want to lose. Charlie, again. you you seem confident. You want to put twenty bucks? No, on I already money? got fifty bucks. Down. Like if I had to bet, I would put the Rams, but just I've been wrong three times. So I'm just going to go with Joe Shiesty. Okay. Money, what do you think about my bet? I didn't bet on either team, but I bet $50 to win. I think it was like, what, like one? It's, uh, it's a little a little over double your money. On the Gatorade color? No. <laughs> um, ooh, James Harden to wear number one. Interesting. Anyways, okay. uh, I bet, yeah, $50 on... The Super Bowl MVP not being a quarterback. Anyone other than QB. So if the Bengals win it, they're giving it to Burrow no matter what. If the Rams win it, I think think so. You think so? Aaron Donald or Cooper Cup? Yeah. If if the Rams win it, that means Cooper Cup went for like a touchdown and 100 something yards. They could give it to him. What if Jamar Chase has a Jamar Chase game? It, but that means, Burrow, Chase, that means Burrow would also went crazy too. That's true. What if what if uh, McPherson makes five field goals? Hundred to one odds. For I McPherson think that's good MVP. odds. That's good I, odds. I mean, it's great odds, but I think they love giving it to quarterbacks. I mean, think of the, the one year that Mahomes won it, that running back Williams had like two touchdowns and like a hundred yards, and they gave it to Mahomes, and I think he just had like a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown. So like. Um. It should have gone to Williams, but they just want to give it to the quarterbacks. They didn't give it to Malcolm Butler. Yeah, they gave it to. Did they they give didn't it give it to James Harrison in that one right. versus the Cardinals. Give it to Malcolm Smith. Yeah, like it's it's gonna take a freak play, and then you're just you're betting on a freak play. So, not necessarily. Cooper Cup could have a big game. Well, it, it depends. On Aaron Donald could have a big game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would go that- with Burrow or. Cooper Cup, yeah, probably one of those two. Not Odell Beckham at at twenty five to one odds. Mm, he might, yeah. I mean, not Joe Mixon at forty to one odds. No, no. Not Evan McPherson at a hundred. I mean, to all one? it takes is like a, a certain player to get. I don't know. I I think it could happen. I, I really I really think it could. Shocker, Uzoma MVP. Is he even playing? He said he's playing. He's out there with one leg. He is. All right. I think that was a. Uh, I think that was a good cast, fellas. Mm-hmm. Let's uh. Let's yeah, let's, so. let's let it. Let's let it marinate. I know you guys are really into James Harden right now. You're salivating over him. You love the man. I always knew I went gonna be gay. But we'll go ahead. We'll watch some more games and then we'll react again after we get to watch a few games. Um, we'll be going to the, uh, bulls Timberwolves game tomorrow night. And then, uh, we'll have super bowl weekend. So we'll have plenty to talk about on our next cast. And, uh, I'm excited for this weekend. I'm also excited for next weekend with the NBA all-star game. Um, all right. So it's Thursday night, but that means we're on the eve of a wonderful Friday night. So let's check out our outro song. Friday 
night I'm thinking that we just might Fly away to someplace they don't know Who we are Now I'm riding shotgun in your car We drive through the city like explorers going 65 Flowing hair flying across your face We left on Friday, now it's Saturday Press jeans buttoned up, jeans iron slipping up Red shoes walking slow, headphones blaring three stacks Sunglasses flaring out, thick watch hanging low Studded belt pulled taut, three stacks on the radio Friday night, I'm thinking that we just might Run away to some place we we can be who we are. We can be who we are.